Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, after the game in Syracuse, uh, they just dominated us on the boards and their ball movement. They just got a lot of good looks. So the one thing we wanted, one thing we wanted to try to do tonight was to just shore up our defense a little bit better. Try to make it a little bit harder for them to get open looks. I thought our perimeter de- defense was good tonight, and you know they missed some shots. So I mean that that's part of the game. Offensively, uh, Elijah and Marek got us off to a great start, and we got control of the game early and uh, just never let it up. So it was a, a great win after what just happened uh, not very long ago in Syracuse. How surreal of a moment is this for you right now? With what's going on? It's with the really, program? really difficult. It's really, really hard. Um, you know, I, I, I'm hoping as a coach and a former player that these kids get to play, um, but I, I don't think we know the depth of what this is. It obviously is does not. It's not a good look. What's going on? What happened to the rest of the world? And now come here. Uh, I just don't know how we keep people safe, you know, because if, if uh, you know, kids go home, they're going to go out. You know, they're going to be in the community. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult to know what the right thing to do is. But um, I think that my hope was that we could play the games. I mean, this could have been our last game, but my hope would be for the players to get to play the games that they've worked so hard to get to where they are. Coach, you talked about how well Barama played tonight. He's really been good over the last yeah. five, six games. What are the little things or the specific things that he's doing to make him better? You know, six games, seven games, where I just I gave him a couple hints, and he's – I should have told him those things earlier, right? I mean, I get it. No, I'm just, I don't, he just started playing like that. I don't know what happened, honestly. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered on giving you, the fans, a voice. A welcome. Happy Saturday. We are, obviously... Some days late. Multiple, I guess. Right? How happy is it? Huh? How happy is How it? Happy it's is not. It? It's not. Everything's awful. Everything's awful. Everything's weird. Everything's bizarre. Everything is awful. Yeah. Not normal. It's like the freaking Twilight Zone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right? This is supposed to be one of the best weekends of the year, right? As far yes. as college basketball is concerned, yes. selection Sunday. I look tomorrow. forward to this. Yeah, you got all the championship games. Yeah, um, you know, well, I mean, just bizarre. Just everything's weird. You know, we're trying to fill our time here watching, watching the Syracuse UConn 
six overtime game from 2009. I think this is for been the on fourth repeat. day in a row. <laughs> I think this has been on repeat since uh, they yeah. they announced everything. And I'm just um, yeah. I'm watching the UFC fight night. It's the only thing that with no fans didn't get canceled. Yeah. no fans, but with no fans, um, you know, I am I'm 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 at one point. I'm like, well, you know what? At least there's the XFL, you know. And then boom, and they just Same canceled the whole season. I know. And then I'm like, well, NASCAR is going to run without fans. I mean, it's and then fine. I was like, you know what? I could watch golf. Yeah, no, then but they NASCAR just off. NASCAR yeah. suspended the next two races. So yeah, I, I know. They're racing tomorrow. I know, so. but they started off by not not right. um, having fans there. So, and then they just decided, well, we'll postpone these two races and go from there. And you know, it's just odd. I'm just about to pick up a part time job. I think I don't know what to do. <laughs> I know, right? This was our part time job, and we were busy with it, right? Yeah. And and now and now we're like struggling. I had no motivation to even get get this show together after a freaking wonderful win, you know, and I, yeah. you know honestly a slight miscalculation on our part. Uh, Syracuse, yeah. Syracuse uh, will actually finish the season off in dominant fashion as they wax the floor with the Tar Heels, eighty-one to fifty-three, and then Syracuse ends up finishing seven zero in games um, in the second game of teams they've played twice. Redemption games. Yeah, redemption games. So um, a, a really good job. And, you know, it's like that was the last college basketball game played, if I'm not mistaken. Was there any West Coast games that went, were on after that? No, I think there was a couple after. Was there? I, know, I think there was a Big East game that played till halftime the, day, the next day. Oh, really? Yeah. Creighton St. John's. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know that. Just um, – just – freaking freakish freaking freakish well listen um you know hey things could get a little weird things are 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 sick and they're getting sicker okay so what do you want to do got home security if you don't i got something for you look you never know joe you're looking at me funny but you know desperate times call for desperate measures bro and people can get desperate so i dare um, i dare them as well but you know you know, most of these people strike when you're not home. I mean, at least down here where, you know, I mean, most homeowners that I know own firearms. So I think that's a common thing. And, and, and so they strike when you're not home. And if they do, what are you going to do? You know, with home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy install that costs a small fortune. Or there's the other way. Simply safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection, two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award. Uh, Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You'll get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you when anybody's approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors uh, guard the inside. You barely notice it's there, but what's truly is remarkable is that you can set it up all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It only takes about 30 minutes to an hour tops, maybe hour and a half if you're Joe. And there's basically, there's absolutely no trade-offs for your safety. You'll, you'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24 seven. And it's only 50 cents a day, 50 cents a day. So it's about 15 bucks a month. Okay. With no contracts. That's the best part. You don't want to get locked into these freaking five year contracts at $50 a month. It's insane. And you can get the coverage. Yeah. Well, no, I got, I did not sign anything on that. They kicked the guy out of my house and that was that, but I could have been really bad. 
So, you know, you could you could sign up. You need it for a month. Maybe you're going to go on vacation for a couple weeks. You need it for a month. And uh, you, you, you have it there if you need it. That's it. Uh, it's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. So go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash team today. And you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Now go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Thank you. Simply Safe. We appreciate it. So anyway. All right. Well, uh, there are there was some some breaking news. I'm kind of glad that we kind of um, halted the show a little bit because we'd be um, we went and had a ton to talk about, and, you know, because we got some breaking news. And we'll do that after we talk about the UNC game. I know it's kind of old news, but we still got to kind of do it. So. Um, <clears throat> Garrison Brooks made a jump shot with 524 remaining in the first half, and that would be the last points in their first 20 minutes. Uh, from there, the Orange would go on a 15-0 run to finish off their first half. And let's be honest, it was pretty much it. That was it. Uh, UNC never got close. In fact, they never even led the good. Uh, the last time we played UNC, uh, Garrison Brooks and Cole Anthony combined for 51 points. This time, just 23 points, which is actually less than either one of them scored individually in the previous game. So a double-double for Sadibi, 12 points, 13 rebounds. You heard Coach in the montage. Sadibi has put together this string of games that's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, never thought he would... Uh, he, he would be able to do that this year by some of the play we saw earlier, and the whole team was just fantastic. So, um, And what was likely Elijah Hughes' last game, 9 for 20 from the field and finished with 27. Syracuse as a team shot 46.7% from the field. The bad. They didn't finish the ACC tournament. That's bad. The ugly. Mm. They canceled the entire basketball season. And uh, all you ass wipers out there hoarding toilet paper, that's ugly too. Okay, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> what's the deal with the toilet paper? It's insane. What the hell's going on? I just need some toilet paper. Joe, the game. Elijah Hughes was on fire. Seemed oh, like, yeah. It seemed like he couldn't miss. He's five for five from the line, four for ten from three. Um, you know, but I mean, we all have to eat crow on that one, right? Oh, absolutely. Buddy even did okay. You know, he's he's two for four from three. He played a good game. You know, well, you know, let's let's talk about that for a second because we didn't get raked over the coals, but um, you know, people who listened mentioned it and yeah. um, how how you, I, and James, uh, we all kind of just poo-pooed this game almost. And um, the reason being is because for me, I don't, I wasn't seeing any anything, dude. Right. I just was going by what I was watching. On the mm-hmm. court. And of course, I believe, I always mention, you know, hey, I know that they can win any game. I know that. Um, and I do believe that. So, but yeah, right. I just wasn't seeing it, man. This this just was, you know, they had a well, bad I, night. They had a, UNC had a bad night. We had a good night. That's what it takes. Well, I think a lot of it does have to do with what you talked about, being 7-0 with redemption games. Obviously, being able to see a team and being able to game plan for them, it works as far as 2-3 zone goes. And uh, we did catch North Carolina kind of on one of those nights as to why they are or were where they were. Um, They did have close games and yes, they did have injuries, but there was a lot of games that they played and came out like this and it was never really close. So yeah, surprise definitely. But um, when you see Sadibi and the way that we were Gary air rebounding and, 
the, the way we were playing and the way we were making shots and Elijah coming out and feeling like he was like slighted for not being uh, ACC player of the year. Uh, you could tell pretty early uh, that we were going to definitely be in a good position to win that game. And then when we came out and I uh, got that 15 0 run right before halftime, I, I was still nervous at halftime, but it, it would have taken a lot to come back from that. Yeah, I was still nervous, too, just because, I mean, you got a whole nother half of basketball left. I mean, you never know what can happen in a locker room, and we've seen it before. And, in fact, in most of the games that Syracuse won in the ACC, they were actually up ahead. Pretty, pretty They had a pretty significant lead, and then they actually got cut. And then the yeah. games ended up being really close, a lot of them, at the end. So um, that was a trend that we saw all year. But, um, you know, it was really apparent, like, that UNC was frustrated. Cole Anthony was frustrated. I mean, um, you know, it was just on their, they were just wearing it on their sleeve and, you know, for basically a home game for them too, which, you know, it's unfortunate they, they couldn't capitalize on that. But I think that bodes well, like we said, for Syracuse all year. And this being their last game, you know, um, it was not knowing what we what was going to happen and thinking maybe you know it's possible this could be their last game i mean i think you and i talked almost right after yeah that. well it was bittersweet for sure obviously yeah. knowing yeah. that we had a chance to maybe louisville may make the eight team that we get the redemption on right so uh we looked good and we looked like we were ready to maybe you know, like again give louisville a game and maybe make the, this tournament interesting and maybe get back on the bubble talk but uh just just looking at the game when we looked at it, first time we played, they shot a ridiculous percentage. They beat us out. They out rebounded us thirty nine to twenty nine by ten. This time they only get by four, uh, forty two to thirty eight, and just the turnovers. I mean, they had eighteen turnovers to our eight. We had eleven steals. Just those things. Uh, that's what we cleaned up. We cleaned up our defense, and to see our defense play like that again in the ACC tournament, and then not be able to get a chance against a team like Louisville seeing how we were playing it was definitely tough without a doubt yeah so um you know before we do some fan feedback i just want to you know we didn't have a proper send-off because this happened so abruptly but you know we want to just say thank you to all of you who who listen and and we really appreciate you guys we're not just blowing smoke when we say that i know sometimes we talk about this but you know the way this show has grown, especially within the past like year and a half since last basketball season and football season, I mean, um, means a lot to us. We love coming here and doing this. That was one of the things that was really tough for me, actually, coming um, off this game and finding out basketball season was over. I thought a lot about, man, I love doing these shows. I have so much fun. I love going on Twitter with you guys and, and hanging out and, and I just, you know, I love having James on and getting on here with Joe and uh, we just have a blast doing it. So we just want to thank you guys for listening because it's, you know, we're we're just some couple kids from East Syracuse, man, and uh, yeah. just happen to, to be, you know, having some fun. So we're, and, we're, and we're blessed to be able to do it. So anyways. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate that the season got cut short. We still had games. So. Yeah. And it we'll is, do our best to get back. Yeah, we're gonna get. Obviously, nothing's gonna change here. We'll get. We'll get back here. We were doing in the off season. We do about two episodes a month, and um, you know, we'll be still doing the same thing. And 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 uh, 
uh, coming back on when there's some news and there's some news today. So we're going to do some fan feedback and then we'll get into that. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right, you guys know what to do Uh, next season, what you're going to (laughs) do next football season. What you're going to do is you're going to go to the socials after the games. Us for your thoughts. Uh, You give them, we read them. We talk about some of them on the show. Okay. So uh, I haven't been through these, so I'm going to do this on the fly, which never works great, but um, could be entertaining. At ZW Rodburn, uh, nearly everyone, nearly everyone went. I think everything, nearly everything went right for the orange and very, very wrong for the heels. Hard to see this tournament continuing and or the NCAA tournament commencing, but it was fun to see tonight. Zach uh, was feeling the same thing I was feeling, and um, like I was mentioning to what I was saying before, you know, to go out with a win, Joe, and not just get smothered. Uh, is bittersweet. Yeah. You want to see him continue. They had more games ahead. Uh, we don't know what would have happened, but um, yeah, it's just uh, a lot of people at work down here. They gave me daps for Syracuse beating North Carolina. Did, they were happy about it. Yeah, and, you know, it's a couple up buff. What you were saying, Tim, top fan from Facebook. If the season ends with the Orange kicking UNC's ass, I'm good with that. So (laughs) I think it was a situation where I think everybody wants to base on the NBA. And and I think we saw the writing on the wall. And since then, we've seen everything kind of start to shut down. And and I think a lot of people saw that coming. So I don't know about you, but I was like crossing my fingers the next day, just hoping to get to noon and have all the the tournament games start and let it be normal. But of course, it didn't it didn't work out that way. Nothing was normal on Thursday. Thursday was a weird day i'll never forget it was just everything was weird about thursday mm-hmm. so uh and- ophthalmologist dr strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness he works with a virtual reality training platform developed by fundamental vr and orbis international to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need the result more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. 
But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. At Tony Staffieri on Twitter, this team played so sick tonight, they will cancel the rest of the ACC tournament. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. Well, you called that one, Tony. Um, look, uh, like, you know, just to, just to our point, we just kind of talked about it. But, um, you know, I would like to go out the way we did if it was going to happen then with a loss and be like, ah, screw it, the season's over anyway. So it is what it is. But uh, let's yeah. see. You got one? Let me search. Well, I got some about uh, Docket. <laughs> Robert, top fan from uh, Facebook. Sadibi, thoughts? Awesome, great team win. Defense, defense, defense. And for God's sake, is there no doubt Dockett's total UNC love? Jeez, that was nauseating. I know. Uh, um, he's annoying. Yeah. And to couple onto that. Um, but, but didn't he play for Duke? I don't know who he played for. I'm top fan, positive. top fan, Chris from Facebook. Hey, I have an idea. Let's talk about North Carolina. Oh, I know Syracuse is up by twenty points, but hey, I have an idea. Let's talk about North Carolina. Can they get back in this thing? And oh, I know Syracuse is up by fifteen points, but hey, I have an idea. Let's talk about Roy Williams' career. And then oh, <laughs> let's throw up some sentimental crap about the Beheim family and neglect the fact that this Syracuse team has control of the game, the whole game, huh? The yeah, the entire <laughs> the entire game. Uh, at S Dallas twenty one oh one on Twitter, big men didn't foul out. So DB only needs four fouls tomorrow to break the all time team record. I didn't know that. If that's true, uh, Hughes Hughes is the best in the ACC. Mark Mark plays balls out. Buddy played okay. JG three going to keep improving and on the bigger stage. Best game of the year. Yeah, best game of the year, Joe. I I would say. You know, our biggest win obviously was UVA statistically, but knowing yeah, what UNC no. went yeah. through this year, this was a big win. I mean, you can look and be like, "Oh, it's a 14 seed." Oh, you know. And there were some comments on 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 Twitter and stuff like, "Oh, this what a tough 14 seed." Oh, the tough the the feared 14 seed. But they but they were. They yeah. were clicking, man. They were clicking. Yeah. And we saw what they did against us and Again, we know our record against North Carolina since well, how long has it been since we've beaten them. So, again, to be able and our struggles that we've had in the ACC tournament. So, to couple all that into that and be undefeated in the redemption games and the way that we played on the road because that was pretty much a road game this year. Um, yeah, it, it was it was awesome. I mean, I know that it's it's it was unfortunate the way that the season ended and how everything stopped and canceled, but. It was a great way to finish it. Yeah. Um, you got any more? Yes. Uh, my brother Alex actually had a pretty good one. Uh, 
defense played tough and the offensive ball movement was terrific. If we play with the same energy against Louisville, then I think we have a shot one game at a time. And they played like this isn't our last game this year. Stay hungry and go get it, Q's. And obviously that was before, you know. Oh, yeah, that was all, you know, that night. But, yeah, I mean, uh, when you look at that game and you're like, oh, well, we're going to play Louisville next. I mean, you think anything's possible. But I think we've kind of we've kind of been saying that all year. I mean, we think they could beat anybody, even going no. into the Duke. Well, I mean, Gerard had some great passes. He had eight assists. Beheim, he got his points in the second half. Obviously, Elijah played the way he did. And obvi- the way that Brahma and, and Dolzhai passed to each other, and, and that, I mean, that was just awesome to see, man. Yeah. Uh, one more from Twitter at K Nabiwaniak. Waniak, man, Kyle, I'm just going to call him. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Kyle from now on. Kyle, I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, to be fair, I believe <laughs> I believe in the old adage, it's tough to beat a team 10 times in a row. Um, do we think those were tears of joy by Garrison Brooks since this awful season is finally over for UNC? Go orange, three more to go. So, um, yeah, I mean, they had an awful season, but they thought, you know, if you heard Cole Anthony's interview there was an interview going around with Cole Anthony before the ACC tournament saying you know well we think we can win this thing I really think they thought they could and I thought yeah. they could probably could so yeah, I think too. that I think Syracuse just crushed their hopes and that's why with everything that happened I'm okay I'm better off with them obviously this is, goes without saying that I'm happy with them winning on this note you know 28 points that's not like this game was really never that close the way this game was being played so um, right. Yeah, and, and, and they beat us nine times in a row. Since we've been in the ACC, we're now uh, two and nine first Roy Williams in the Tar Heels. So, um, you know, that had to stop at some point. They're not going to win every game, you know? So, um, yeah. Uh, you got anything else? No, good. Okay. All right, so uh, a little bit of news here to finish off the show. And um, the first thing I saw th- from... Matt Park, he he had a uh, left. He tweeted out leftover injury update. He says Orange Center Brahma Sadibi broke his nose on the play in the North Carolina uh, first half, for which Cole Anthony received a flagrant foul. Um, so he broke his nose on that play where Cole Anthony put, stuck the elbow to him. Yeah, and I thought he did. He, yeah, I thought he might have. Anyway, really? When you saw that? Oh yeah, when, when you saw it, when it you was right there. Yeah, when you saw it, it looked did not look good, especially in slow motion. But everything always looks worse in slow motion, so it's hard to say. But um, you know, he went on to make two free throws and finish mm-hmm. the game. And they, <laughs> it's insane, dude. What an animal! What a savage this guy has become. No, the last five games has really changed my perspective of this guy, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's a fighter, dude. He didn't give up. You know, he had his moments, but he he didn't give up. There's not a lot of guys that are going to be playing with a crooked nose. No. Well, dude, I mean, in in five games, we went from, oh, my, oh, what's our big man situation to be next year to, oh, good, we got Sadibi. We're going to be all right. Like, in five games. Yeah. That just happened. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, we, we yeah, because yeah. we said it uh, maybe in the last show, maybe like the in five games. Like now, you're like, okay, well, if he plays like this, then we'll be okay, right? Yeah, I mean, you look and we talked about. It. I mean, you think about Sadibi going in um, next year as a senior, and you feel confident about it, right? Like you feel good about that. I do. Yeah, well, the way so, him and Dolce have been playing together, yeah, yeah. And Beheim, he even mentioned that in his con- press conference. Yep. Um, let's see. So. Um, with that said, some bad news. Now, um, 
Yeah. But we knew some of this was going to happen. We, we right? knew some but of this was going to happen, but this is what started here. Bryson Goodine tweeted out, I would like to thank Syracuse, the Syracuse staff and fans for having me at the university this year. However, it is time for me to seek out a new beginning. Thank you, Syracuse. Uh, he's going to enter the transfer portal. And then uh, this was yesterday. And then today uh, dropped that Howard Washington and Jalen Carey will also probably do the same and follow him. And I've heard rumors about Robert Braswell. Now, I feel like there's a spot for Robert Braswell at some at some level on this team. But, um, I mean, to each his own. I would really, I would be, I would think, I'd be more upset with him leaving than the other guys. I mean, and but I mean, I just know. just as ups- I mean, look, I felt like Bryson or Jalen needs needs to stay. They're both gonna go. Right, or I mean, even Howard Washington. But. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I think we still needed one of those guards to stay. I don't think Braswell is as important. Keeping him versus at least one of those guards. Yeah, because because we went from being now stacked at the guard about. position to being very thin. Right. Yeah. And obviously, they, you know, Jim Beheim showed his hand, and Joe Girard and Buddy Beheim are going to play thirty-five plus minutes. There's not going to be a lot of time out there unless you can outwork them or outplay them. And you saw the three guards leave. Yeah. I mean, two of them I don't think are 100% yet, but per report, well, per report usually yeah. that's pretty right. Yeah. And I still don't see a spot for Robert Price, even if uh, Elijah Hughes were to go, uh, which I've heard nothing but just he's on the fence. So that's still not even 100% yet. But even if well, he does. All right, stop there. Time out. Could you imagine if he did stay, though? If he was like, look, yeah, this well, is unfinished I, you business. You know, and that's something to think about because, again, with this, the way that this season ended and really not being able to get your, you know, your full licks in, I guess, you know, they might have, some people, this changes things. You know, obviously I feel bad for the seniors that don't have that opportunity to, to get any eligibility back or replay this, but he's in a position where he didn't get the finish and he didn't really know where he was going to end up. And who knows if that changes his mind. So um, you can only hope as a Syracuse fan, but even if he does, you still have the likes of Gary and, and Dolzhai and who knows um, Woody Newton, Woody Newton coming in, what his situation is going to be. But I know that with all these guards leaving, it's going to put a lot of pressure on Kadari Richmond because he's just going to be a combo guard. He's ranked 96 in the class coming in. Uh, who know who you don't really ever know, but that would put a lot of pressure on him. So who's the Harvard, but, who's the Harvard grad transfer that was considering Syracuse? Oh God. Oh, I'm sorry. I put you on the spot. Was he a guard or was he a, I think he's like a small fours shooting oh, guard type. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that would help. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was the player of the year in the Ivy League as a sophomore and got hurt. So he's still got a couple of years of eligibility, and he's looking at six schools. And that's the one thing that I was going to say is I don't know how, how many players are available still in this class, but as far as JUCOs or grad transfers, uh, this does put ourselves in a situation to be able to give us some flexibility. Uh, well, well, now we we've, were talk- we've freed up scholarships now. So Right. We were talking about the having transfers, and I just don't think that anybody really imagined it was going to be at this scale. Yeah, but, I mean, um, you know, what do you, what do you think about Bryson? I feel like, I mean, as a freshman. Uh, that was a, the most surprising fresh- one. Yeah, yeah, as a freshman, I mean, he's going to get – 
he's going to get more of an opportunity next year. You know, he had the he had the face mask issue. He's obviously gotten better with that. I think, you know, next year would have been totally different for him. And I know he's a talented guy, but I thought he'd be a little bit more patient about the circumstances that he would went into. You know, uh, he went into committing to Syracuse knowing they were heavy there. And no, he was going to have to fight for that spot. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Just to just no, he to, was more highly recruited than him. So than than Joe, you mean? Than Gerard? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So who knows how he feels? And nowadays, you don't really know. That's the difference. You never. You're not in a kid's head anymore. Well, I know uh, that you had a lot of fans calling for for Bryson over Joe a lot throughout the year. A lot, a lot. So yeah, I mean, I can understand that. But again. With these kids now, um, when they see the writing on the wall where they're not going to get the playing time they think they deserve, then they, they're they quick to transfer. And that's football and it's basketball. Yeah. So, so it's going to be tough in a situation where you're going to want to maybe build up some depth because there's a lot of kids nowadays where if they're not getting that playing time, especially if you're only, only going six or seven deep like Beheim was, then they're going to go somewhere else. It's just unfortunate. It, 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 um, it doesn't put us in a horrible spot, but it does make things a little bit tricky. You know, you feel like you, like we said, you want one of those guys to stay, but it is what it is. Obviously, Joe and I wish them the best of luck. We know you do. And yeah. uh, we always, we always follow these guys when they, when they transfer just to see how they're doing. So, you know, they're all talented guys. They're all talented guys. Just really tough fighting for that spot. Uh, this, oh, yeah. this year especially. So, um, all right, Joe. Well, with with everything going on, we've got we've got a break from pretty much everything, bro. Um, you know, schools are closing. I mean, in, in, it's like everything's um, apocalyptic. There's no freaking toilet paper anywhere. I mean, you're li- <laughs> you're limited on how much water you can buy. And I mean, look, um, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a serious issue, but. Um, you know, we gotta just be smart about everything, obviously. But yeah. I mean, how do you how do you see it? Um, you know, coming into having uh, spring football kind of push back and and stuff like that. Is this you think it's gonna affect like the starting time for for football in the fall, or you think there's enough time to no, enough God, of I a bumper not. enough of a bumper to be able to um, do everything they need to do if they just hold off a little bit? So you got. Uh, you got yeah, I think that it all really depends on how people react to it. Right. Uh, as much as it's not really dangerous to the most people, it's just how fast it can spread, right? So I think just if everybody does their part and just keeps themselves kind of away from huge crowds and being out in public when you don't need to be unnecessary stuff, people just do your part. I think if we do that, then I think, I mean, obviously people are going to get it. It's going to play its way through. But uh, the the most the better we can help, I think the faster we'll see results and get back to uh, normalcy. And that's really just all I got, man. Yeah. As I much think... as I'm completely against that and I hate that being cooped up and stuff, but again, it is what I think it is, every, right? everyone does their part and takes it seriously. And Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's tough. We're all going to know someone, if not get it ourselves, that has it or whatever. So it's going to be tough. And, you know, I think that we, I mean, I'm no expert. We're just spitballing here. But, um, you know, they're comparing. First of all, we started all of these canceling events and things like that quicker than anybody else did in in their time period. Right. You know what I mean? You know, luckily, it pretty much came here last 
because right. you know what I mean? Because we've we've been able to watch it and, and kind of be a little bit more proactive about how we do the crowd thing and all that. Um, you yeah. know, we, we're seeing all the projections uh, like talking about, well, well, we're at where Italy was, you know, you know, two weeks ago or whatever like that. But I don't know how we'll see, but I don't know how fair those comparisons are because they, they, they kind of strike fear in people because of how bad Italy, Italy is right now. But first of all, Italy's small. And second of all, um, their healthcare system's not the best and it's, it could, it, it's easily overloaded. It's overloaded right now. Well, and that's the problem. Yeah. And that's what, that's why we're doing what we're doing is because yeah, exactly this can just get transmitted so fast to where it's not necessarily the fact of, that it's that much dangerous as much as we won't have the resources. And you have situations in Italy right now where they have to pick and choose between who they have to keep alive. And that's a tough situation. You never want to get to that point. So again, that's why this is taken as seriously as it is. Uh, If everyone to catch it within a week or two, then all the doctor's offices and that's why we're, uh, that's why we're doing what we're doing. 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 Yeah. 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 You just got to self quarantine and just do your part because uh, I mean, you don't want to be the person that spreads that to somebody who might not survive, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I got elderly grandparents. Everybody does, right? Yeah. Well, so. My grandfather's got COPD. So that's one of the the character traits it, it attacks and, is, you know, yep. it's not good. So anyway, we're not experts. We're just obviously, you know, um, spitballing here. My, my, uh, my sister works in hospice, so you know that's not. She's got to be to work. It's not a great right. place for her to be, you know, for anybody to be. But we thank all of our. My wife's a pharmacist. She's got to be to work, so mm-hmm. we thank all those those the the pharmacists, the doctors, the the nurses, all of you. If there's any of you out there, we appreciate you. We know you got to do your job. There's no time off for you or self quarantine for you. So we appreciate you. We'll get through it. Uh, look, we will be back as news comes out. We will be back. Uh, we appreciate all of you guys. I want to thank you. I want to thank Simply Safe. Um, when we find out more news uh, going on with basketball, we're going to probably have James back on. Also, um, anything going on with football, let some of that build up, and we'll have Tyler back. So we'll have guests, um, and and we'll make the we'll make the off season a little bit um, less. You know, difficult to deal with. I guess we'll do our, yeah. our, our part. We'll try our, our best. We'll try our best. Not that this is something everybody looks forward to, but I do. Hell. So that's it for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fans' voice with Sean and Joe.